Hey, you're listening to an Upbeat Rewind featuring Casey Iola on June 21st, 2021. Casey is a full-time van lifer, world traveler, and Instagram business strategist. And in this episode, we talk about Casey's many incredible experiences that have led her to where she is today, including what it's like to work on a cruise ship and how she's been able to make money traveling the world. You're listening to an Upbeat Rewind featuring Casey Iola. This is Upbeat with beatboxer, musician, speaker, and show host, Parker K. Casey, thank you so much for joining me on Upbeat. I appreciate you. What's up, Parker? Thank you so much for inviting me. I feel very honored to be here. Of course. No, I'm happy to have you, and I'm so excited for this episode. Uh, Before we dive too much into it, though, uh, do you mind telling the listeners where you are streaming from today because you're quite the world traveler so i just want to be clear where you're coming from right now (laughs) yes all right um yep i have lived and traveled all over the world but currently i am in australia and my big adventure travel adventure at the moment is i've actually packed up my entire life into a van that's why you can kind of see in the background i'm like sitting in the corner of my van um, and I'm streaming to you from a town. I'm sitting on the top of a mountain, actually, in a town called Mount Isa. So it's about, it's if anybody has a look at a map, um, Queensland, it's like northeast Queensland. Today, I will actually cross the border and go into Northern Territory. Um, so I cross state borders today. And then I'm heading on my way up to Darwin for my first like kind of destination aim. Yeah, that's where I'm streaming from. Awesome. That's so awesome. And I'd love just to introduce you to the listeners or have you introduce yourself, uh, share a little bit about your story. Um, I know you've also lived in South Africa and we would just love to get to know you. And then from there, we'll just jump into, jump into the episode. Cool. All right. Sit back, grab a drink. Story <laughs> time. Um, so I was born and raised in South Africa and I lived in South Africa for 16 years. And then when I was 16, my my parents obviously were trying for years to get us out of South Africa. And um, my mom got offered a job. She's a nurse, so she got offered a job in a hospital in Australia. So I left South Africa kicking and screaming. I was not a happy teenager to be leaving all my friends and my school and my boyfriend and, you know, all the dramas that a 16-year-old teenager kicks up. But anyway, moved over to Australia. We moved from Johannesburg in South Africa to like a small town in um, Australia called Port Macquarie. Beautiful, beautiful coastal town. But um, I really struggled there. I struggled to settle in. I struggled to fit in. It's, you know, moving countries, moving schools. I I changed schools seven times in, in my life, like between primary school and high school. I, I just didn't really find where I where I fit once I got into Australia. As soon as I finished school, I took off and I started moving around Australia. So I started following jobs and being a personal trainer and I moved to the Gold Coast and I worked as a personal trainer and a fitness instructor in the Gold Coast for a long time. Got heavily into CrossFit and I was a competitive CrossFitter for a couple of years. Um, And then basically for the next like between 2012 and 2016, I was just moving around Australia. Um, I was in two long-term relationships and each time that they I broke up with them I moved you know cities and you know as you do when you when you go through a relationship but after my my one in 2016 when when we broke up I realized I found myself in a place 
where I was, I knew I always wanted to travel. Like I wanted to travel. My, my older brother has been like an avid traveler. He's done, I don't even know how many countries he's done. He's done a lot. Like, and it was always my goal. I always used to joke with him. I was like, one day I will do more countries than you. And he's like, oh, you better get started. Um, so, you know, he had done a lot and I always wanted to go, but I didn't feel like I could go by myself. Like I didn't feel, I, I just, I had this burning desire to travel, but I always thought that I had to do it with a partner or, you know, and I never could find the partner that was ready to, you know, also just pack up and travel with me. So when that relationship ended, I was in a very high paying job at that time. I was working for a finance company. I was flying all around Australia. I had everything. Like I was 21 years old. I had a really nice car. I had a top floor penthouse apartment. Like I was doing really, really well, but I was miserable. Like I was really unhappy because I was just stuck there. I was working literally seven days a week. So when that relationship ended, I said to my mom, I'm like, come mom, let's go on a trip somewhere. I need a girl's trip. I need a vacation. I haven't taken a vacation. We've been stuck on the grind for the past two years. Like I just need out. I need to go do something. Um, and I was like, come on me. Let's go to Bali. Let's go to Greece. Let's go to Fiji. Let's go, I don't know, let's go somewhere exotic and go like have a blast. Um, and she goes, well, why don't we go on a cruise? And I was like, oh, a cruise. <laughs> Who wants to go on a cruise? Cruising's for old people. Anyway, she ended up convincing me. She goes, look, I just want to relax. I just want to be able to switch off. She goes, I want to be able to not be worried. Like if we went to Greece, she's like, I know you. You're going to like meet the locals and you're going to go partying in the middle of the night. She goes, I'm not going to sleep panicked about you running around Greece by yourself. And I was like, that's fair enough. And she's like, at least on a cruise ship, I know you're on the ship. Like you're, you can't go anywhere. Like you can't get like trafficked anywhere. And I was like, yeah, yeah, okay, that's fair enough. Anyway, long story short, we ended up booking the cruise, which actually all my memories are popping up was yesterday, four years ago. Wow. Yesterday, four years ago. So um, yeah, I was a bit, I was quite emotional yesterday when I, when I realized that, but I went on this cruise, not expecting anything. I was like, well, I'll just switch off for a couple of days. I'll read a book. Like I thought it was going to be boring as anyway, by the second day on board, it was like destiny smacked me through the face and was like, this is what you need to be doing. Now, I'm a very uh, like, you know, um, extroverted person. Like, I love entertaining people. Like, I love meeting new people, talking to people. And I wanted to travel. And I was like, what am I doing with myself? I was like, I need, I need to be doing this. I need to be that person on stage talking to 5,000 people. Like it was just, I knew in my soul that was now what I I was going to do. So I had an absolute blast on that cruise ship. Literally the day I got off, I handed in my resignation to my job um, and I applied for the ship. And while I was going through the whole application process of the ship and waiting for my ship assignment and doing all the medicals and, and all of that, because it's a whole long, you know, whole long um, process. I was like, well, I want to go travel. Like I've now packed up everything, gotten rid of my apartment, you know, gotten rid of my car, gotten rid of everything. So I just packed up and I went to Asia and I was like, well, I'm just going to go chill out in Asia and travel Asia while I do all this process. Like while I wait for the ships. Um, and I was standing on a, sh I was standing on a rooftop. I was in a rooftop bar in Thailand. I'll never forget. I've actually got a video on my, um, my Facebook. Um, I was standing on a rooftop bar when all my approvals came through and I got given my ship assignment. And I was like, oh. now this had been also like a three month process trying to get all of this. So I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm going on a ship. This is the ship I'm going. It's sailing out of Miami. 
and like I did a whole video and I was like oh so now I need to get myself back to Australia pack up all my stuff and that was it like I just packed up everything and got a one-way ticket over to the U.S. and joined my first ship uh wow. so and then what is it that you were doing on the ship entertainment so I was one of the entertainers so you've got your so I was working for Carnival Cruise Line on the Carnival Glory um and one of the um like you've got your cruise director and then you've got his entertainment team so I was in charge of like doing bingos and running the comedy club and um doing the trivias and doing the deck parties and like we were just like the the entertainment hosts like you know the, the people that wow. the guests saw so every fun. we were like fun. oh it was so fun hard as hell work like the work was hard as hell um but it was so so fun anyway so i ended up doing that on the ships for i was on the carnival glory for two years so like on and off contract for two years i ended up um also dating an Italian, one of the officers on board. But when that broke up, I ended up leaving Carnival. Um, but between ship contracts, like you you travel. So you work so hard, you save up money, and then you go and travel. So I came back, I did Asia again, I traveled the US. Um, when I left Carnival, I came back to Australia and then bought a one-way ticket to Europe. Um, and I traveled all through Europe by myself, went over to like all through England, Ireland, and I was in Dublin and I was like, okay, now what am I gonna do? I need to figure my stuff out. Friends were like, why don't you come over to Canada? So I moved over to Canada um, and worked there for a couple of months until it started to snow. And I was like, nope, I'm out of <laughs> here. Like, I know I'm a Caribbean baby. Like, take me back to the Caribbean. So I got offered another job on, um, I got offered another job on Royal Caribbean. So I ended up then moving to the US for a couple of months, um, then joining uh the Royal Caribbean ship in January of 2020. And by March 15, 2020, the entire cruise industry shut down and we dropped our guests off. We were sailing out of New York, which was like the epicenter of everything. Uh, we dropped our, our guests back off in New York and we took the ship, like all crew took the ship down to the Caribbean and we had 30 days of like just party like chilling <laughs> like having fun because nobody knew how long this was going to go for um so yeah we just had an absolute blast and then eventually they realized like okay COVID's going to go on for a little bit longer than we expected the industry's going to be shut down a little bit longer than we expected um i'm going to i'm going to shut like we're, we're going to start sending crew home and because we'd all been partying nobody had been social distancing like nothing we had no cases on board like and it was just crew um they were like no 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 like nobody's getting off the ship until everybody does two weeks quarantine so then they threw us all in guest cabins and we got isolated to one cabin by ourselves for two weeks wow. uh, which wasn't too bad it wasn't too bad it was all right um and then the cdc allowed us so we all got tested and cdc allowed us to come home so then that brings me to around april may time of 2020 and i kind of got back home and i was like shit what do i do now like the company that I worked for that contracted me to um, Royal Caribbean actually shut down. They said, this is going to go on too long. We can't afford to actually stay open. We're just shutting shop. Sorry, guys. See you later. Bye. So I was like, oh, awesome. Now I'm out of a job. The world shut down for a while. What on earth am I going to do? And I was like, I have to, if I go back into a nine to five, it will kill my soul. Like I can't, I cannot go back. I can't go backwards after everything that I've done. So I said, no, I've got to build myself my own business that I can run online and it'll be allow me to travel 
around the world. Um, and I did. I ended up working with an amazing coach who coached me how to become a coach. Uh, and I ended up doing really, really well within my first couple of months of being a coach. Like, it's just absolutely incredible. And that's when I decided, well, I'm going to buy this there. And I now have a fully sufficient business that I can run from anywhere. So let me buy the van, build the van, um, and take off around Australia. So that was in August last year, and I started my actual full-time journey um, a month ago now. So wow. that's my life story. Nice my to meet goodness. You. <laughs> I feel like there's so much that we could dive into with all that. But first things first, like you've had so many experiences that's led you to where you are that you probably like had to go through. Like you didn't just wake up one day like, oh, I'm going to go buy a van and start doing this. Like you've had all these different journeys. Um, and you explained too that you started a business. And I think that just in and of itself, especially with the timing of it, is really inspiring to so many people and to everyone listening to this episode because that wasn't that long ago. Like pretty quickly you started a fully sufficient business that you can run from anywhere and you started doing what you want to. So tell tell us more about like that process. Oh, and another thing too, I mean, you invested in a coach. You invested in yourself too to be able to do that. So I would love to, to learn more yeah. about that. Yeah, cool. So yeah, so I... Like I mentioned on the ship, it was it was funny because I had to do like a month of quarantine because I actually before I actually got home because we did two weeks on the ship and then they flew me straight back to Australia and I arrived literally the week that they in, like applied the mandatory quarantine in like the hotels like in Australia. So I went from like quarantine to quarantine. So I did four weeks of quarantining, which oh fucked, goodness, which gave me a lot of time to sit by myself and figure out what the hell I was going to do with my life. So when I did get back to Australia, like I had my laptop and we had, you know, Wi-Fi and everything. And I just sat there, I just started Googling ways to make money online, different ways to make money, you know, and there's so many, like everything from like podcasting to coaching to influencers to drop shipping to crypto. Like there was just so much. And I was like, my head was going to explode. And I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? And anyway, you know how like Google works and search engines work and, you know, when you're Googling ways to make money online and all of that, like you start getting a lot of adverts for different influencers and different coaches that are posting about it. So I ended up um, investing in a course that was um, basically how to, how to take your expertise and turn it into an online course. So I ended up like um, investing with this coach and she had this program and I was like, what would I teach? Like what on earth would I, what could I teach? Like, I don't know anything that I, you know, could teach. I wanted to, I wanted to start something about travel, like teaching women how it's okay to travel by yourself. Like it's, it's easier to travel by yourself than you think. However, the climate, I was like, maybe starting a travel business in the middle of a pandemic is not the best <laughs> idea. Um, so I put out to my network, like I put out to everybody that knew me and I was like, Hey guys, if there was anything that, um, if there was anything that you think you could learn from me, if there was anything that I was like the go-to person for, um, if you knew you could come to me to help you with blank, what would that be? 
Um, a lot of people did come back with travel, but the other main thing that people came back with was confidence. And I was like, oh, okay, confidence. I was like, oh, okay. Well, I don't think I'm that confident, but apparently, apparently I am. Because like, I mean, I do have confidence to the point. Whereas, um, like when I chips, like you could give me give me a microphone, and I can I can have an absolute blast. Like I can go for hours. Like I've got no <laughs> problem standing in front of a crowd and you know talking to people. Or like you know, and your your confidence is built like. I, and this is what I told, like confidence is built. It's not, it's not born. You're not just born with confidence. I've been put, like you said, I've been put in different situations and different experiences where it's kind of like sink or swim. Like you have to do it like traveling. I didn't have the confidence to go travel by myself until the, I got to the point where I was like, if I don't go by myself, I'm never going to go. So you've just got to go. You've got to swallow that pill and just step out of your comfort zone and just go. And it's the same thing with getting on camera. You know, the first time I turned the camera on myself to try and make a video, like, oh my God, I hated it. You know, but the more you do it and the more comfortable you get, you're doing something, you know, you go for it. First time I stepped on stage, even on the ship, was I shitting myself? Yes, absolutely. But I was like, this is it, sink or swim. You've got to just do it. Um, so I started researching all about confidence and then I got heavily into um mindset and personal development I started reading a lot of like really in-depth books about uh, neuroscience so like uh, one of my favorite authors is Dr. Joe Dispenza and I started reading all of his books and understanding you know law of attraction and energies and I read Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich and you know, I started just consuming because I had nothing else to do other than read books and consume knowledge because nobody was working. You couldn't go anywhere. Um, so I just consumed all this knowledge and took notes and learned with the intention to educate other people. And I saw how it changed my life. I saw how it changed my parents' life by us doing this. And then the few people around me that I started sharing this stuff with. And I was like, okay, I need to do this. So I built this course and it was a huge flop. <laughs> Basically, I was like, I couldn't get any people into it. I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't know how to sell online. I didn't know anything about social media. Like I knew nothing about actual marketing. I've built this course, but I didn't learn anything about marketing. So then I spent, you know, hours and hours pouring over trainings and YouTube videos and stuff, learning marketing. And then I got introduced to a guy called Rob Dial. I don't know if you've ever heard of Rob Dial. Yeah. So... Yeah. So I got introduced to a guy named Rob Dial and I ended up enrolling in like spending a good chunk of money enrolling in his one-on-one, um, -on -one, like his one-on-one -on -one coaching program, his mentorship program. Um, and that completely changed everything for me. Like Rob is incredible. Within seven days of working with Rob, I had seven people enrolled in my online course. I ran the course for seven days, for six weeks. It was amazing. These people's lives transformed. And then he taught me how to switch to one-on-one. -on -one. So I transitioned to one-on-one -on -one coaching. Um, and I've kind of been doing that ever since and kind of how it's, how it's evolved. So I started as a, like a mindset and a performance coach and a confidence coach working with like working on your mindset, working on your daily routines, because I'm a big, you know, believer in morning routines, habits, um, success habits, cold showers, like doing all the stuff to strengthen like your inner soul and your inner mind and your inner body. So I started working with all of that. I then got approached by um and this is just how like business transforms and transitions. I then got approached by a couple of professional PGA tour golfers and they were like, look, we need that sort of training for golf like 
And I was like, look, I don't really know anything about golf. My dad plays golf every day, but I don't play the game. I understand the game. I know the game, but I, I'm not a player either. Anyway, pushed me out of my comfort zone, but I started working with a couple of PGA Tour golfers and helping them with their mindset, helping them lower their handicap. So then I was a performance coach for a little while. And then I started working like then obviously by this stage, I was getting really good at social media and I was getting really good at Instagram because I built my business literally using just Instagram. Like that's it. That's the only platform I'm really on. I'm on all the other ones, like bits and pieces here, but Instagram's where I spend 90% of my time. Um, and that's how I find my clients. That's how I built my business. That's where I got my inspiration for my van. That's where I you know, learned everything. Um, so I just got really good at it. And then within Rob Dial's training program, um, I started helping all the other coaches with their, the social media side of things. So then I started running workshops for Rob in the social media, like in the social media space for his, like his group and his, um, his mentor mentees. And they were getting, seeing amazing results. And I was like, gosh, this is, I really love this. Like, I love doing the social media thing. Like, I'm really good at it. It obviously helps a lot of people. So sweet. Let's transition to social media. Um, so now I kind of transition. I still do. Like, I've still got my clients that are from, like, my mindset days or my performance days. But now I fo my focus is more on social media and helping people just understand the platform and realize that you don't need to be everywhere at the same time to make money online. And you don't need, like, I don't have 10,000 followers online, but I make, you, you can, you don't need that to make an income online. You just need to give value. So that's kind of the, the philosophy I have and what I teach people um, about the platform and also helping them grow their own coaching businesses. So, yeah, so it all just comes from experience. I think you've got to start somewhere. You've got to learn something. You've got to have like a, a something you, you can always, everybody's got something they can teach someone, you know, and you don't need to be an expert at it. Like, this is the thing. I would never call myself an Instagram expert because I'm not, you know, I, I have only been and really been on the platform for 12 months. However, I, the way that I class myself is that I'm a senior and you're a junior. Let's say we're in school. I'm the senior. You're the junior. You, I've done what you're trying to do. Let me mentor you. Let me help you to get to where I am. And then you'll know the keys and you can then excel from there. Or as I grow, I can then, you know, help you grow type thing. So yeah, so I'm a big believer in that. Like you just need, anybody can build an online business. Anybody can be a coach. You just need to be two or three steps ahead of someone else that you want to help. Um, so yeah, so that's my business story. Wow, really, and really who knows what it'll that. be in 12 months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 12, yeah. And who knows, honestly, because I'm a firm believer that the more we pursue those things that we're called to, you know, similarly to what you shared when you were on the cruise ship and that just hit you like, I've got to do that. You know, the more we follow yeah. those kinds of promptings, the more we yeah. discover like what we're really meant to do and things change and it's okay. You know, I'm a professional beatboxer, but like I started when I was nine years old. Which is awesome. Right. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> but I started when I was nine years old and that was my number one passion. Like, all I could think about was beatboxing and now I can do it and I have those skills, but I wouldn't say like, that's my only focus. And I wouldn't say I wake up every day thinking I'm just going to watch YouTube tutorials on beatboxing. Like beatboxing is kind of a, kind of a past thing for me, but now I have those skill sets and I'm trying to utilize like beatboxing and implement that in other things that I want to do. But I guess what I'm trying to say is 
12 months, you're right. It could be something completely different that you're doing. <laughs> and it's because you're follow actively following those things that you're called to, which is awesome. Uh, and you have something coming out too, right? Instagram for newbies. Do you want to share anything about that? Yeah. So I actually have a couple of exciting things coming out. So this is the, this is the beauty about once you're online for a while and you make, um, strategic partnerships and, and everything like that. So I have this course, Instagram for newbies coming out and I'm actually teaming up with, it's not just going to be Instagram for newbies. It's actually going to be a whole like, um, mastermind for anybody that is maybe in the coaching space or wanting to be in the coaching space or in the sales space. Um, anything to do with sales and wanting to grow your online. So I'm teaming up with, there's another guy in the US who's also one of Rob Dial's um, partners um, in the, you know, the mentorship program. Um, he's just this awesome, he owns like a bunch of um, franchises. Like he's just this awesome businessman. Um, so he did the same course that I did, like with Rob Dial, and he made 250000 in, I think it was like six weeks or something like that. Like he just wow. absolutely killed it. Like, He's just, he's just amazing. And now he runs, so for Rob's programs, he runs the sales side of it. Like he teaches sales and the sales training and call training and everything like that. So we're teaming up um, and I'm going to be basically like, if you want to start something from scratch, like you're going to, I will help you build your social media because your social media and your Instagram nowadays is kind of like your digital business card. It's or your portfolio. It's where people are going to see what kind of content you put out, what kind of personality you have, um, whether people are responding to your stuff. You know, if you've got a blank page and you go, hey, I'm a coach and I can help you, you know, versus somebody that's got tons of content, you see what they're about, you see what kind of message they say, you see what their passions are, what their interests are, what their beliefs are, you're probably going to go for the latter, the person that you've got a little bit, you know, a little bit more familiarity with. So that's where I come in. Like I help you build up your portfolio or your platform where you can educate, you can entertain, you can show your personality, you can show your passions, but then also grow, you know, an audience, grow your target market, get it clear on a message. So exactly what you want to do on social media, what exactly business you want to build, how you want to help people, so on and so forth. And then, so I get you to that point and then Amar takes over and Amar goes, okay, now this is how you speak to people. This is how you convert them over into sales. This is how, you know, you set up your, your structure. This is how you make deals or, you know, he's the, he's the side that once you've got your portfolio kind of done, he's the one that goes use this language. And if you speak to him, like he's got, in my opinion, he's got the best sales, you know, um, not philosophy, but attitude. He's just so down to earth. And it's like, if you get on a sales call with him, it's like you're having beers, having a conversation with a mate who genuinely cares about you and genuinely wants to help you. Like, and that's what he teaches. Like he shows you how to just be, you know, you don't have a sales call or an enrollment call doesn't have to be salesy. You know, it's like, let me find out what you're struggling with. If I can genuinely help you, I will show you how I will help you. Like, I will show you how to do this. I can help you do this. And he just gives you the confidence and teaches you just language tricks and things like that so that you feel a bit more comfortable to be a little bit more relaxed with that. So that's one, you know, aspect that's coming out that I'm super, super excited for. And it can work. And we, we've been speaking with, like, high-level realtors as well. So they're, like, now transitioning um, 
how to build like portfolios online because like real estate agents, they're massive, you know, and they're, but they're usually only local to their area. Now with COVID, there's investors that are looking to invest, but they can't travel to those states to look at the places. So if you can build up a social media platform that you can showcase the portfolios that you have, the houses that you have and get interest and get your name out there, investors from other sides of the country or other sides of the world can then see and get to know you and get to trust you. And then also they're looking to build their own, like how to become a you know, strong real estate agent and so on and so forth. So like it works for anybody that's in a sales field. So that's one, that's one thing. The other partner that I've just teamed up with and we we've actually got a, we're, we're meeting after this to have a, have a chat. So he's working, he's uh, like a PR expert. Like he works with publications. He works with exploding you as a personal brand. Like if you want to be, um, if you've got a message you want to get out there, he took a global, he's got this campaign called the imperfectly perfect campaign. And he took that global from zero to like literally global. He's got famous actors, actresses, tennis players, athletes, like everybody jumping on this campaign and endorsing it. And he's been able to get that out through publications. He's now, he's constantly on the news. He's constantly in publications and that's what he, he gets his clients. So he shows like, he basically gets his clients to be noticed by, you know, channel nine news or channel seven news or whatever it is and their story and get them published in, in articles and stuff without having to pay billions of dollars and like actually grow your business. So those are two avenues. Like if you're in sales, but it also, again, starts with a social media base. You need a portfolio. You need something that people can see what you're about. So I help build the foundations. And then if you're in the sales industry, we're going to work together with Amar. And if you're in, if you're wanting to explode a brand, explode a campaign, explode a company, um, you know, get exposure, then we work with, with Glenn. So yeah, so some exciting things. So it keeps me super busy building that. But yeah, some exciting things coming out. Yeah, I'm excited too to see what happens <laughs> with that and where it goes. And, you know, to anyone listening, I would I would definitely say, you know, follow Casey um, on social media. Her Instagram, I believe, is at Casey underscore Iola underscore. Is that right? Yes, that's correct. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So follow Casey uh, and and stay tuned for those those things coming up because we can learn a lot from that, you know. And I, I'd imagine, you know, probably every yeah. listener and and beyond, like everyone needs this kind of this kind of help. I need it. I, I'm going to talk to you after about like what we can do because I have Canecast, a podcast production service, right, where I help people record podcasts. Cause like you said, senior, junior, like I'm a senior and I want to help other up and coming podcasters and everyone's got their side hustles these days. And we all need that kind of, like you said, social media base and the ability to sell it and close it and, but also not be salesy, be kind and approachable and all these other things. Yeah. Um, Casey, before we kind of close out, I do have like a little fast segment I do at the end, but before we do that, um, I wanted to just ask like in all these things that you've done, what's like a core passion that fuels you to keep going and keep jumping into all these things? And I guess, how do you hope to inspire people by doing what you do? Yes. Okay. So my favorite quote comes from a book called Think and Grow Rich. Um, if anybody hasn't read it, like I highly suggest reading that book. 
Um, but you have to understand the law of attraction to really understand and the power of the mind to really understand that book. I, I read that book years ago and I just didn't get it. And it wasn't until like I studied the mind and I, I, I really understood how the universe works that Think and Grow Rich, which was written almost a hundred years ago, is still one of the top selling business books today because the principles in it are so strong. But basically there's a quote in that book that says anything the mind of man can conceive and bring itself to believe it can achieve. So I've wanted to get that tattooed on me if it wasn't so long, you know, I've, I've had it like at home, I've got it like plastered on my wall. Like that is my, if I can come up with an idea and I believe that I can do it, I will achieve it. Like there's, there, there's no other question. Like, I, I, I don't believe in failure. I don't believe in, you know, th things don't work. All right. Things are always not going to work, but the only time you're going to fail is when you stop trying. And that's why I've transitioned a bunch of things. Like, did I fail as a confidence coach? Some might say yes. Some might say no, because I just transitioned. I followed my passion. I followed, you know, did I say fail as, you know, oops different things. Like if something doesn't work out, don't see it as a failure, take it as a lesson and just build up that firm belief that we are incredibly, incredibly powerful, capable human beings. The amount of power that we have in our minds is still unconceivable to me. And I understand our minds a lot more than, you know, 90% of the people that, you know, I come into contact with. Anything you want to do you can make it happen you've just got to make it happen you've got to put in the work it's not going to be easy but you've got to put in the work and it is possible there is always a way so instead of using excuses find a way say okay i can't do it that way how else can i do it so i think that's just my biggest passion and it's like follow we literally and i know it's so cliche to say this but we literally only have one life like I'm 26. I know I've done so much already for someone who's 26. You know, I've traveled to more than 40 countries. I've lived all around the world. I've started businesses. I've, you know, I, I, I've done a lot, but there's still so much. I still feel like I don't have enough time in this world to do all the things that I want to do. Like my dreams list goes on forever and ever and ever and ever. And I know I will achieve those things. And some of them are outrageous. Like some of them, there's this yacht I want to hire that's $250,000 a week to hire it. Like, but one day, right now that's not possible, but one day that's going to be possible because I just, I firmly believe it. So I think you've got to work on that belief in yourself, that belief in where you want to go and start small. Like you've got like, no one can just like run out of the gate and be like, okay, I'm quitting my job and I'm making my dreams come true. Like it doesn't work like that, but work small, have a dream, figure out what you actually want in life. Most of the time people are just going through the motions. They don't actually know what they want in life. Figure out what you want in life, where you want to go, where you see yourself and then figure out how you're going to get there. Um, and believe it'll happen and work hard for it. So that's kind of what I do. So I just keep moving forward. I love that. Yeah. And it's so, it reminded me of what you said about how you, when you Googled like ways to make money online, there's so much that you can find, you know, there's, it can be overwhelming. So definitely start small and yeah. it'll just, you know, continually build and, and get better and bigger. Well, that was, that was exactly it. Like when I Googled that, how do I make money? It was, it was overwhelming. And, but like, 
this is again where I'm a big believer in like the universe and law of attraction because when the right thing, like I saw ads for so many different things, but when I saw this ad for this course, I was like, yeah, this is the one, like, this is the one I need to invest in. And then when I was introduced to Rob, like, again, I'd been, I'd been listening to podcasts. I've been listening to hundreds of things. I listened to one of his podcasts and I messaged him right away. And I said, cause something about his energy, something about the way he spoke, something about like where he was, I was like, you are like my soul brother. Like, I just feel connected to you. And I feel like I'm on the path. I am where you were five years ago and I want to be where you are now in five years. So you were the person that I now need to speak to and I need to, but that door won't open. You won't be, you won't be shown those opportunities if you don't open the curtains or open the doors to them. So, yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Well, thanks so much for sharing everything you brought today. It's been incredible. Um, I do have this last little segment called the upbeat seats uh, that I like to do. It's just a few kind of fun questions. Uh, so we'll do that real quick and then we'll close out of here with some beatboxing. Uh, but okay, Casey, what makes you upbeat? Uh, I don't know, like just vibes, like energies, people's like sunshine. I don't know, like just doing what I love, like waking up and being able to do what I love every day and travel like that makes me upbeat and helping people. Where has been your favorite place to travel? <laughs> might be a hard question. Oh my God. That's a hard question. <laughs> yeah. That's a hard question. That's a very hard question. Um, probably if I could go back anywhere right now, it would be back to Europe. So around Italy, South of Italy or back to Asia. Like if I could go anywhere right now. Love it. Okay. Who's your number one influence or inspiration? Right now, I would still probably say Rob Dial. Um, cause I'm working really hard to follow his path. Um, but I've had, I've had so many, like, so, oh God, so many, but yeah, I would have to say <laughs> Rob Dial right now is my, my top influence. What's your favorite word? Passion. Awesome. I love that one too. Uh, favorite TV shows right now, or do you even watch TV when you're full-time van life? <laughs> um, I can't anymore. I can't watch TV shows because I don't have strong enough network. Um, but favorites, oh, I love all the ones like Billions. I love Suits. I love, um, um, I was watching the blacklist. Um, I like like crime drama, um, game of Thrones. I enjoyed, didn't love, but I enjoyed, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I will watch any TV show. That's like good rated, good <laughs> rated, good. I <laughs> love that. Rated uh, good. Okay. Favorite social media platform I'm assuming is Instagram, but if, if you don't mind sharing your Instagram, handle again, yeah. just so people can go follow you. Yep. So it's Casey, C-A-S-E-Y underscore Iola, I-O-L-A underscore. Um, and there you can see the van as well. Awesome. Perfect. Well, thanks again, Casey, for being on Upbeats. Uh, I'll go ahead and close this out by beatboxing your name real quick. And I yes. might chop out over Zoom Ooh. and we'll see. Casey, I put this for thank you, Casey. Casey, I put this for thank you, Casey.
mit Casey. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much. That's so cool. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. This is Upbeat with beatboxer, musician, speaker, and show host, Parker K. Subscribe at parkerk.co.